These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to the Keishi Tapes podcast. I'm John Hewlett. I am Favaz. Hi. And this is going to be the first podcast we do without Grace Slick for the <laughs> for the last three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and we hope you enjoyed Grace Slick's interviews and personality and all the insights she gave on some of that great old Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship music. But we move on to another artist that we've had a number of times, but each time for different reasons. Yeah. And we're talking about Sammy Hagar. And this was recorded October the 9th, 2004, 17 years ago. Comes on the heels of Van Halen reuniting. Um, We talk about that. He talks about that. Um, talks about, uh, well, about how I was asked, I tell him that I was asked to change shirts during the interview that I did with him and Alex Van Halen back in the day or back just a few months earlier. Um, I'll, I'll get to that story here in just a little bit, but, um, you know, when it comes time, but, um, he's, uh, himself and this was down in Cabo. So it's good. Check. Check. Here we are in paradise again. Hi, Sammy. How you doing, Favaz? I, I'm, I, I, now, do I, should I be happy? Should I be, now, now you know why Sammy's so happy. He goes around with this dumbass smile on his face. Everybody's going, <laughs> what the hell is he so happy about? But you can tell him, right? Well, you're always happy. What do you like when you're not happy? A real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Ask my wife. She's raising her eyebrows. You can make me unhappy by trying to take my happiness away from me. See, that's the only way you can get it. You have to take it from me, and then I get mad. But uh, other than that, no, this is, this is quite the event every year. And this, this, you know, I don't know, the Cabo Wobble is just on fire. Uh, this year, it's uh, still there, isn't it? Yeah. It's still there. And he was talking about, you know, how he, you know, for his birthday shows that he has special guests. And that year, Chad from the Chili Peppers, I think he talks about him here. Um, just uh, it was a. Uh, you know, it was a big deal. It's, it's always a big deal down mm-hmm. there when it's his birthday. To have an establishment like that last as long as it has, it's pretty amazing. They have really good food. Yeah. They, they have excellent food. And I think, you know, uh, he's there, you know, obviously for that weekend. He, and he plays a handful there beside that, you know, beside his birthday. Um, I think you have to have something going on down there. And they do. I mean, his reputation, you know, for having the Cabo Wabo is there. But they have really good food, and mm-hmm. it's a good time. Yeah. So. Now, I, I don't go to Mexico because, to me, Mexico is a lawless country. Mm-hmm. And I just I just don't want to support uh, that type of um, uh environment down there and i've had some friends recently who uh, have been assaulted down there Mm -hmm. and you know you're afraid to report the incident to the cops because the cops are on the take and they are on the take you don't know what they're going to do to you the foreigner as opposed to you know the maybe a buddy of theirs who's around so i stay away from it now having said that i keep hearing people say all the time well cabo's different cabo uh uh well I've been to three different parts of Mexico, and Cabo is my favorite by far because you can leave the resort and go to a city. You know, you you have shops and restaurants and things like that. But at Puerto Vallarta, where I went to, there was really no city to go to. In Cancun, you stayed, you know, you pretty much stayed on the resort, you know, where we were. And so uh, I've had some things happen to some friends in, in Cabo. Um, you know, the, you mentioned the police are on the take. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, it, it is what it is. You, you've got to be aware of your environment. Yeah. You know? So. Okay. Well, 
I'm glad I stay away. All right, let's continue. Uh, well, last night, Silver Tide again tonight, and then I uh, just met Kenny Chesney, and it was the first time I've seen him without... Silver Tide, a, a, a band of young guys from the 90s, right? Actually, uh, it was past the 90s. I mean, it was... It, it That's just, when they made their mark, though. I don't think it was the 90s. I think it was no. the early 2000s. Oh, okay. And they were staying at the same resort we were. I saw them in the pool, oh, and yeah. I was like... Are you got what are you guys doing down here? And they're like, we're opening for Sammy. And we're like, hey, we're gonna be there, you know. <laughs> so I had met them before and we you know we had them at Mississippi Nights and stuff, and um they're not together anymore, but they were they were a great mm-hmm. rock band, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. A cowboy hat on. Well, I told him he could wear the hat, but I think he's saying, No, you know, I think I'm gonna lose it for the next couple of days. <laughs> uh, who are you talking about here? Kenny Chesney. Oh. Who was down there who played and did a whole show. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah. Nah, Kenny's great, man. He's become my new buddy, and we were trying to write a song today, messing around, and uh, he's just a cool guy. He just like he's just like me. I mean, look look at what his last album, you know, what uh, no shirt, no shoes, no problem. I'm going, Kenny, you stole that from me, right? You stole that, right? You know, bare flip flops and tank tops. You know what I mean? Tell everybody how you met him. Uh, he came. He was playing on the Van Halen tour. We were playing somewhere, <laughs> and uh, he. He was playing there the next night. So him and his band came into town, and they came to the show. And after uh, he was insulting him and his band in Eddie's dressing room, he came over to my dressing room. and, and uh, we. Became- he was insulted? Yes. That's what he said. Do you have more insight into that? I don't, and, no. but, but, you know, Eddie was not in, in a good place, you know, mm-hmm. at, that, at that time. He was drinking heavily, and, you know, God knows what he said. Yeah. Became you know? buddies, and I tried to make it up for him. We drank a couple of bottles of tequila, exchanged phone numbers, and he said, man, I'd love to go down to your place, Cabo Wobble. I said, well, come on down, man. I said, well, he said, when are you going to be there? I told him I'm there every year from October, you know, around the 2nd through the 15th, and he says, I'll be there. I say, sure. Okay, great. Shake hands. Two weeks later, he calls my, they, his manager, calls my tour manager. Now, what's the exact dates? And then, and then, oh, he's getting serious. Next thing we know, he said, well, I'd like to bring my whole band, and we want to play. What night can we play? I said, <laughs> Take throw a throw a throw a damn dart at the calendar to start right there, and they hit on October 10th, and they said, "Can we play the 10th?" I said, "Let me think about it," and and then you know I thought about it, and then I said, "Yeah, what the hell?" <laughs> no, I mean Kenny uh, Kenny has a I don't know for all you you know rockers out there, you St. Louis redheads and so forth, they probably go, "Oh, Kenny Chesney isn't kind of a country dude." Kenny Chesney's last year was number three behind the Stones and Paul McCartney, biggest. Uh, uh, a t- tour attendance, and this year he's number one over Van Halen and everybody else. Ninety-seven percent occupancy. Awesome, awesome talent. He knows all on that a great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Great show, and uh, he's uh, a really talented guy. So, and and now you know, I, I talked to Chad Kroger last night from Nickelback. He bought a house down here. What you just you are you working for the Chamber of Commerce still? <laughs> uh, everybody just wants to be around me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Chad's been coming down here for a year or so. He got hip, you know, a year or so ago. He's here tonight, and he's he's going to jam up my band and rehearse with him today, the Wobble Readers. So it'll be Chad Kruger and the Wobble Readers. We've seen Vince Neal and the Wobble Readers. We've seen Ted Nugent and the Wobble Readers. We've seen Sammy Hagar and the Wobble Readers. We're going to see Kenny Chesney and the Wobble Readers tonight. And they do their own music, and the Wobble Readers just, just uh, back yeah, they, them they, up, they, or they do back. they sing Wobble Readers? They do covers. They, oh, they, they do, do covers, covers from from all covers. over. You're like, hey, do you know this song? And they'll go, oh, yeah. Okay. But but they're a good band. They can adapt to anything. Yeah. You know, they were a good but, band. But the artists will, like uh, Chad Kroger, would do some Nickelback stuff too. And the night that I saw him, he did CCR, Born on the Bayou, mm-hmm. and um, he also did a Nickelback song. Yeah. So they oh, they did yeah. that, and I this was a this was a big deal to have them all the all mm-hmm. of 
them down there, mm-hmm. you know. And tomorrow night, Kenny's going to do his whole band. Huh? Yeah, Toby Keith and the Wobble, Wobble Readers. So Bob Weir and the Wobble Readers have played here. So now it's going to be, uh, I don't know, it's great. I, life don't get any much better than this on a musical level, i got to tell you. The Cabo Wobble, we, we're so loose that we do anything anything and everything. And uh, there's not too many places in the world I think you can walk in for free. Well, you can't get in. Okay, folks, try to get in. But if you camp, you can make it. But the point is, is that you can come in for free and and enjoy something a show like this. Who hasn't played here that you want to come down? Keith Richards. Really? <laughs> not, he, he got married at the Finisterra. That's right. Not the Stones. Well, he got married at the trailer park, and he was staying at Twin Dolphin and Finisterra. He stayed down here. He, he, uh, suppo- what, what? Okay, so one of the hotels that we stayed at, uh, one of the Cabo trips, they have a framed picture of Keith Richards and his wife, who is still his wife. They got married at the Finisterra. That's what I said. And Sammy has said, well, he got married at a trailer, but he was staying in the Finisterre or whatever. So, um, you know. That, Did he really get married in a trailer park? I, I don't know. Oh. Uh, all I know is the Finisterre is a great hotel. It's on the Pacific side. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's a, the best swim-up bar I've ever encountered oh, yeah. in my life. Hmm. Yep. Mostly, the word I get from uh, the people that I know that were around then, uh, they say, Keith came. They got married. It's supposed to be your honeymoon for like you know ten days or something. And Keith stayed for like three months. After he got married, his family, everybody went back home. And he stayed. He didn't want to leave, so he stayed around everywhere, you know. But uh, I would just love Keith to come down here because I love Keith. Keith and Eric Clapton were two guys. Are two guys I would love to play with in this in this place. Uh, I mean, I wonder I, if Sammy's ever even met Eric Clapton. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if if if. if He's met so I've many. I've never heard, re- yeah. heard him talk about him. I know I'm he's never sure. done anything musically with right, him. But. Right. I'd love to have the Stones, but I'd rather play with just me and Keith. <laughs> I'm greedy. So um, do you have any kind of special announcement for us yet about St. Louis? Okay, so check well, this I- out. So do you remember when there was rumors of him building a Cabo Wabo bar in St. Louis? Yeah. Do you remember where it was going to be? Well, it, it, one ended up, uh, the, the club ended up at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Right, but... I mean, uh, uh, Hollywood Casino Casino. Yes. Uh, and where was it going to be? There was God, another one. I kind of remember. Yeah. Was it South County? No. Well, no, no. no it was not no. not this one. Oh, where was it going to be? The Bottle District. Oh, that's right. The Bottle District. Hence, he talks about it right uh, yes, here. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, 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 that collapsed. That was uh, the, the trucking company. Yeah. Hogan... Uh, the Hogan Trucking Company. It wasn't. It was wasn't Hogan. Be, no? It wasn't Hogan. No, it was. Um, oh, United Van Lines. You, you, United no, I think it was Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, I think it was that company was going to develop that whole project. I met the guy. Yeah, me too. I interviewed him on the radio. I think. I don't know. Maybe yeah, Sammy and they were talking something. about how Sammy was going to be involved. Yeah, yeah. I think the cat comedy got out of the bag. It's not really a special announcement, but for Vaz, I try and not tell you that yes, we are. Talking about building a Cabo Wobble, a whole center though, not just a not just a restaurant and nightclub, but um, you spilled the beans before on that a little bit. Yeah, but uh, I can't give you an opening date. You know, it's uh, down in the Bottle District, and is where we're looking at. And uh, I've gotten three offers, and I like this one. I like these people, uh, the McGuire people. And, uh, McGuire, there you go. There he said yeah. it. McGuire yeah. moving. That's right. That we was we were both wrong. <laughs> I was closer because Hogan was. Uh, uh, but I said a, an actual moving company. Yeah, you did. All right. All right. You, you were closer. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just. Uh, it's it's where it's my it's my goal is to build a Cabo Wobble in in St. Louis. But I hope everyone knows I'm not dragging my feet trying to make the right deal. I'm dragging my feet till I find the right team to make sure it's as great as this one. Because otherwise, you know, I'm not gonna do something in St. Louis and have it 
ruin my reputation for God's sakes, man. Will you let us break it though when it happens, and so so we don't have to read about it in our music news? Can 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 we break it possibly? Well, I was thinking about going to the competitive radio station, but you guys. Well, who's that? Yeah, but you own that too. <laughs> was he talking about K hits at the time? Uh, I think uh, I don't even know if he knew what K hits yeah. was. I think he was just talking oh, in general. Oh, okay. Absolutely, and I, that's why I do want to make a real formal announcement when it's time to really announce. You know, when I got something to tell you, other than we got plans that are drawn up, I can tell you what it. You know, I, I know what it looks like. I know how big it's going to be. The venue is going to hold 800 people. It's not going to be open every night. Uh, the, the restaurant and bar will be open every night, but the venue will only be open when it's special to be open. I'm not going to have some place sitting empty. Uh, and uh, uh, the food is going to be upscale Mexican, authentic cuisine, but with a you know a little upscale twist like we have here, like you would get in Mexico City. Not not like your. It ain't going to be Taco Bell type food, if you know what I mean. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what else? Uh, you know, we'll or Chipotle. The finest tequila, of course. I mean, need I say any more about that? And anybody that comes to that town to play, I will get him down to jam. At the, I will be in town. I will be spending a lot more time in St. Louis. And I will probably, once this place is open, I will probably play like a month at a time there instead of playing a big venue. Boy, some big plans there that never yeah, came through. Never came through. Now, what year was this? 04. 04. Mm-hmm. So uh, the economic collapse that came in 2008 mm-hmm. the real estate uh right the market market all that kind of stuff collapsed that i think killed whatever chances there were of that happening i think so but why the four-year gap between i don't the, i don't yeah, know they just couldn't well just, you know how businesses are yeah hey we're gonna do this okay and, and it never yeah happens for one reason or another yeah i'll just play you know 30 nights at, at, the, at the 800 seat Cabo Wamba. why not i love st louis sure right? sammy I live there for a oh, month at, every year <laughs> and it'll be an annual event that's just you know that's the most i can tell you right now because I, I those are my plans that's plenty so did you <laughs> did you hear bush stadium closes a year from uh now right around now and uh do you remember the super jams back at bush stadium oh yeah i remember bush stadium journey and myself played that that wonderful concert, I think it was 79, you know, and when yeah. I drove the Trans Am in there and all that stuff. I was there. Yep. Yeah. I was not. Boiling hot. Yeah. You know, people fainting and the uh, paramedics coming out there and the taking old Bush, people Bush off Stadium the- Bush Stadium 2, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Carrying people off the AstroTurf field. Just boiling. <laughs> what old, was it Casey Stengel said something? Somebody asked him what he thought about uh, mm-hmm. Bush Stadium or it was an all-star game at yeah. one of those new stadiums in the 70s where all, he said, uh, you know, they, these concrete buildings, he said, yeah. well, they hold the heat well. <laughs> well. We're trying, we were talking to the guys who used to be contemporary productions and all that stuff and, you know, it's a clear channel now. Uh, of get, It was actually you, Journey, Judas Priest, April Wine, and uh, Shooting Star. And it would be a great way to close out that joint. Oh, I'd do it in a second. But uh, I would like to see... I would like to open the new stadium, though. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I hate. I don't think he ever did play. He that never, st- he never yeah. has. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't think they're going to let any concerts in there for a while. Probably, I would say. You know, they don't want to mess with the grass up. Well, we, they might change their mind for old Uncle Sammy here, man. We ain't gonna make, make the redheads. We ain't gonna make no mess over there. We'll make, we'll clean up after ourselves. How about we make that deal? We'll go in, <laughs> we'll do the thing, and then the fans will come back the next day and clean the place up. Yeah, we'll do it. I'll, 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 I'll spearhead it, man. You know, I'll pay for it. But I would like to open something up there like that rather than close something. But at the same time, for history and nostalgia, if it could happen, I'd do it. But like I say, I'm into opening, not closing. 
So, anything else you want to say? I mean, we talk to you all the time, it seems like. Uh, I mean, the Essential Red Collection is out and things like that. Anything else? Sammy's uh, restaurant out there at the Hollywood Casino is not there anymore, is it? No, it's not. It hasn't been there. And I think when it started there, it was not called the Hollywood Casino. It was called something else back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they closed that, huh? Right. Mm-hmm. COVID, is that, is that what nope. closed it? It was nope. no, even before. Yeah, it was before. What else you want to say to St. Louis? Well, I got to say that the Van Halen tour is coming to a close. We got 17 more shows at the end of my birthday bash. I, I go out. Still feeling good about all that for the last leg. And was this it? Here, here we go. Uh, what for for him and Van Van Halen? That last was the last tour? time that they played. Okay. And he talks about what a little bit. I mean, it was in his book, his autobiography about that show in Oklahoma City that that you know that he talks about that that I'm going to talk about here momentarily. Um, you know, it was just not a good time for Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Uh, I like my band better. I'm sorry. I, I think the Van Halen thing is great. It was nice. I wanted to do it. It was really my idea, and uh, I I pushed for it to happen. Everybody wanted to do it. It wasn't like I had to twist anybody's arm, but, I mean, I instigated it. You know, I made the initial call, and uh, I'm glad I did because I had to have some conclusion to that, and we did it for the fans. Uh, it could have been better than it, than it was. The show was pretty awesome, but... Um, I'd like to see everybody in that band uh, be a little more concerned about the fans the way I am and uh, <laughs> and be a little, besides uh, just going out and doing a show, I, you know, I, I, I just wish everybody took it a little more seriously. <laughs> I said that on the air that shows were great, but just knowing you and knowing how you are, and it just seems like um, next year is kind of iffy for anything with it. Yeah, I think uh, it was past its trip. It should have happened a few years ago, and but God help us if we'd have waited any longer <laughs> so at least we got it done and, and and it was good for the fans and there were some great nights don't get me wrong during the show there were some magical moments the set list was one of the best rock and roll set lists in history so you know i think it was all good i would have cut prices in half and did a few other things but uh you know it, like i yep. said it's not just my game it's a it's a four-man deal with a manager so yeah that that was the last time and you heard him say i mean he he held back yeah, you could tell he was holding back, and I remember now when we didn't have the microphone in front of us, he he let loose about that tour. It was it was a it was a heartbreaker of a tour. Yeah. It was one of the worst ones, and uh, that night that I that I saw, you know, I saw it in St. Louis, but Oklahoma City, the promoter paid for us to go out there, paid for me to go out there, brought my buddy Mark. Uh, we saw it, and you know, Eddie was a wreck. Mm-hmm. He really was, yeah. and it was it was just sad, and he was uh, in the throes of alcoholism and. Mm-hmm. It was just um, one of yeah. those things. And what does Alex do? I mean, Alex very quiet. He sports just kind of brother. follows around, he follows along. And yeah, just he really sports his brother. brother. Yeah. Uh, what's Sammy Hagar worth? Can you check on that while we uh Sure, here? John. Because, I'll uh, be happy to do that. He sold that uh, Cabo Wapo tequila brand for like $80 million. I think he I sold it for more. I've, he he oh. has said that he has sold it for more. Oh. Um, uh, I know he was in business with his brother-in-law, and they sold some sort of uh, uh, device for... Uh, Sprinkler systems for fire for, for for fires and buildings. He had that bicycle company. Uh, Would you like to know? Yeah. You want to guess? One hundred fifty million. One hundred fifty. Wow. That's that's what wow. he's worth. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what happens when managers get involved. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, I when I interviewed you. Yeah. Okay, so I tell him now that when I interviewed him and Alex Van Halen, I had a Cobble Wobble red shirt on, and the manager came up to me and asked me, and I tell the story, would you take, would you switch shirts with the promoter? Because 
I didn't know it at the time. None of the either of the Van Halen brothers had any wanted to do anything, have anything to do with Cabo Wabo. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I would have worn the shirt during the interview, Alex would have been pissed. Mm. So that's why he asked me to, you know, change, you know, uh, shirts. And that's why Sammy got Cabo Wabo tattooed on himself because there's nothing they can do about that. Yeah. In Oklahoma City, I was wearing this fine Cabo Wabo shirt, and the manager came in and said, would you change shirts with the promoter? And that was the first and most unusual request I've ever had by a manager or anything. I just And I, and I related that story on there, and I, I never told you about it. Nah, that's good. You didn't even have to tell me. I hate to hear those kind of things because those guys are real jealous of this thing, you know. Um, I don't know why. It's almost like Cabo Wabo in some ways broke the band up the first time because they didn't want to do it, and they were part of it. And, and they wanted to give it to the government. They didn't want me to have it. And I said, you're not going to take my place from me, man. This is like crazy, you know, because they were partners. So I bought them out. And ever since then... The Van Halens were partners in Cabo Wabo? Yes. Oh, they did an MTV thing down there. They, oh, they were partners. Done. I had no idea. Yes. And then when it came time for, you know, they wanted out, they expected everybody else to get out. Mm. Sammy was like, I ain't getting out. Yeah. Mm. No. Hated it because it's been successful. But I hate to talk about it like that because that's kind of like, it's not. The truth is the truth. But yeah, but exactly. The truth is the truth. And it's not, it's so stupid for them to make you change your shirt. If I'd have known that, that would have never happened for Foz. You'd have been, in, you'd have been wearing that nice, wonderful red shirt and somebody would have had a black eye for telling you to change it. <laughs> well, the, the exact quote was, do you mind changing your shirt? I want to keep world peace. Yeah. Well, you change your shirt and there still isn't world peace. So. <laughs> All right, Sammy, uh, as always, uh, thanks for letting us come down and hang with you. And uh, hope to uh, have some news soon about a Cabo in, in St. Louis. And uh, happy early birthday and always a pleasure. We'll have that place open as soon as possible, St. Louis, and I'll see you sooner than that. All right, peace. That's it. All right, don't go to the bottle district because there's nothing yeah, there. Yeah, there's nothing there. Yeah. So so that Oklahoma City gig was the one where Eddie destroyed the uh, the uh, – his dressing room. Mm. Uh, him and Alex shared a dressing room. It was in a in a locker room mm-hmm. kind of thing, and they overturned, you know, or he overturned furniture. I remember there was guacamole everywhere. They destroyed really? his caterer's coffee machine. I mean, we heard that that uh, the the uh, the promoter came in and said one of your artists uh, uh, destroyed the uh, the dressing room. He told that to the promoter, and the promoter goes, "Well, we'll pay for it." You mm. know, okay, whatever, sight unseen. Yeah. And we were like, can we go see it? And they let us go see oh, it. Wow. And we didn't have, you know, picture phones then. And it was 04. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'll just never forget walking in there. And Sammy writes about it that night. I mean, they, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a bad night. And um, yeah, but I was asked to keep world peace. Scotty yeah. Ross, I think was the name of the guy who asked me to do that. He yeah. was the uh, tour manager. And what were you so. doing in Oklahoma City? So I, the, the promoter, uh, which was AEG, paid for me and a, a guest to go to Oklahoma City to see the show and talk it up for the St. Louis shows. Oh, okay. You know, so that's why I was in Oklahoma City and and saw it and, yeah. you know, uh, I'll just, I'll never forget that. Well, good for you. I mean, you were yeah. you were there when history was evolving and uh, you were kind of uh, a little bit uh, somewhat tied into it. Yeah, and uh, I also Who saw... Who knows, you might have maybe what... Well, you kept world peace. You did. You, you changed your shirt, so it <laughs> wasn't did. an issue. So you're not the reason why he destroyed the, the dressing room. No, no. And he he was um, that 
couple things. He almost ran over my foot. I've told this story before. Yeah. He almost ran over yeah, my uh, foot uh, uh, on a, a scooter. On, on a scooter. scooter. He had a bottle of wine in one hand. That's when he got there. And then when I saw Van Halen uh, rehearsed, Sammy doesn't rehearse, so he didn't. He was the only one that wasn't out there. It was amazing to watch. You know, they they did "I'm the One," which is my one of my favorite Van Halen songs, and they did it right there in Oklahoma City at the venue, and it was cool. And he was yelling at his guitar tech the whole time. He was really berating him. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie was, and it was all because of you know he was pretty much kind of out of mm-hmm. it then, you yeah. know, in the afternoon. So, all right. Excellent interview. Thank you. And a uh, great moment in Casey history and all that kind of stuff. Sammy Hagar has been around for a lot of our great moments mm-hmm. in history. All right. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLU Man and on Instagram. I'm Johnny Hewlett. All right. Enjoy this uh, podcast and we'll see you in the new year. Favaz saying so long. Farewell. AMF. Bye. The Casey Tapes with You Man and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.